0: Hey, today's quote comes from a man named Jim Valvano. Now, Jim said, never give up. Failure and rejection are only the first steps to succeeding. I'm going to say that one more time. Never give up. Failure and rejection are only the first steps to succeeding. Now, this quote really touched me when I read it the first time. But what about you as an English learner? How can this apply to you? You see, there are going to be good days and bad days. Days where you, where you feel frustrated, where you feel like you just aren't moving forward in your English and you're not able to speak the way you'd like to speak. And on those days of frustration, you may feel like giving up. Here's the deal. I felt like that before too. When I was studying Korean in South Korea, and when I was in a graduate program that was all in Korean, I had days where I just wanted to give up. I was failing my exams back to back. And I was wondering, what am I doing? I need to just give up. But in those moments, I had family members and friends who encouraged me. And they said, Tiff, don't give up. Because if you give up right now, you'll regret it later. So I pushed forward and eventually I succeeded. Even though I had failed, I eventually succeeded. And the same is true for you as an English learner. You are going to have days where you feel like you failed. You're going to have days of frustration. But if you never give up, you will succeed. So I'm going to read this one more time. Never. Give up. Failure and rejection are only the first steps to succeeding. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is teacher Tiffany, and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to learn some brand new English vocabulary words and expressions that will help you speak fluently in English. You're going to learn minor kid, new kid on the block and wet behind the ears. But before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is my master English tips package. I created this package for students, for English learners, just like you. I've taken some of my best lessons, some of my best methods and tips, and I've put them all into a package, beautiful PDFs laid out just for you. So that you can learn quickly how to speak English fluently. Now this package, again, it's gold. So you can get your master English tips package right now by going to www.studywithtiffany.com. Once again, get the masters English tips pack again, master English tips package by going to www.studywithtiffany.com. All right, are you ready? (laughs) Well then let's jump right into today's episode. Now our first word for today is minor. One more time after me, minor. Excellent. Now a minor is a person who is under 18 years of age. All right. Someone who is under 18 years old, we consider them a minor. Now I want to tell you a very funny story about some minors that my coworker met in Korea. So when I lived in South Korea, you know, I worked with many different teachers. And at my last school, we had several Korean teachers there as well. So over my time as a teacher, about 10 years, I worked with probably 50 to 60 different Korean teachers and we all worked together. So one day I was talking to one of the Korean teachers and she told me what happened to her uh, the previous day. She said that she was walking home with another one of our coworkers and it was late at night. And they were walking home, just talking to each other, enjoying the conversation, talking about what happened throughout their day. And suddenly they started to get a whiff of something. They started to smell something strange, something that smelled like smoke. Now, not the smoke that comes from a house fire. It smelled like cigarette smoke. Now they looked around and they didn't see anyone around them, but they continued to smell the cigarette smoke again the Korean coworker and the other individual. And as they continued to walk, they realized the smell was getting stronger. And suddenly my Korean coworker looked to her left and she saw a group of minor boys smoking cigarettes. Now these young boys, when they saw her, they got startled, but instead of stopping smoking. Instead of putting their cigarettes down, I just looked at her like what? And she got upset because again, in Korean culture, when you're older, you have authority, younger individuals must respect you. So when she saw that they didn't put their cigarettes down, she got upset and started yelling at them. Like you are all minors. You shouldn't be smoking. And they put their cigarettes on the ground, tossed them on the ground and they took off running. And so did she. (laughs) And she ran after these minor boys and she was trying to get them because they had disrespected her. She wanted to help them understand the danger of smoking cigarettes. And the other co-worker just watched her run after the boys because the other co-worker wasn't Korean. She just was going to watch as the Korean co-worker who was yelling at them in Korean ran after the boys. Now we laughed after, of course, everything happened, but she wasn't mad at the boys. She really wanted to teach them the importance of taking care of their body and also not disrespecting their elders. So that was a story that I will never, ever forget because she was trying to help minors understand the danger of cigarette smoke. So now you understand, right? How to use minor properly in a sentence. Okay. So let me give you three example sentences that use minor. Here we go. Sentence number one. The movie was funny, but it was unfit for minors. Sentence number two, a minor should not smoke because smoking reduces physical growth. And sentence number three, the nightclub was shut down for selling alcohol to a minor. All right, great. So again, we had minor. Now, remember, if you want to review these sentences and the information that you're hearing and receiving from this episode, all you have to do is go to speakenglishwithtiffany.com forward slash podcasts, and you'll see all of the information there. So don't worry. You can take notes, but I got you. All right. So let's move on to the next vocabulary word. The next vocabulary word is kid. One more time after me. Kid excellent. Now this word just refers to a child or a young person. That's right. Very simple. This is another way of referring to a child or a young person in English. We say kid. All right. So this is another story from my time when I was in South Korea. Now I have always loved children. Always. And children or kids have always loved me. I have kind of this touch. I have this ability to connect with kids. So they usually really like me. But again, remember when I was in South Korea, I was a foreigner. I was an African-American woman and I did not look like them. So while it was okay for the adults, whenever I would walk into a class with kids, The response would be a little bit different. Many of them had never seen an African-American in person. So there was curiosity on their faces. There was confusion and sometimes they wouldn't want to talk to me. So I remember one class in particular, I walked into the room and it was full of kids, maybe about 20 or 24 kids. And I could tell that they were a little scared again. Someone, they did not know a stranger and the stranger did not look like them. So I realized though, that kids usually love me. So I wasn't really concerned because I knew eventually the kids would fall in love with me. So I walked in, I still smiled as usual. And at that time I had already learned how to speak Korean. So every once in a while I'd say something in Korean, just to give them a comfort level, like to help them feel a little bit more comfortable with me, some way to connect with me. So this went on for about two or three weeks. I'd come to their class every day, uh, weekday, and I teach them English. And I noticed that when I walked in the classroom, they started to be less shocked. They started to be less, um, confused. They started to get more comfortable with me. These kids were learning to like me. And I remember around the fourth week I walked into class and all the kids ran up to me and they said, hi teacher. Now they said it in Korean. A lot of them were saying it in Korean because they knew I could understand, but many of them held my leg and they told me about their day at school. And again, they're going in Korean. And of course I could understand. So I was listening and I realized, yes, the kids Finally understood who I was. They finally were comfortable with me and the kids loved me and I loved them too. They really were cute. So this is how you could use kid in a story. Makes sense, right? So again, we say kid in English to refer to a child or a young person. Now, let me give you three sentences using this word. Here we go. The first one, sentence number one. The kid got into trouble for painting on the walls of the church. Sentence number two As soon as we got home, Jake went straight to bed. The poor kid was tired from a long day at school. Sentence number three My sister is married to a kid named Mikey. Now you may wonder, teacher, why is she married to a kid or a child? Now in this sentence, mm, it's kind of making a joke. Like Mikey doesn't really act like an adult. So the person called him a kid. All right. Okay. So again, now you understand one more time after me kid. Excellent. Very good. Now let's move on to our expressions for today. The first expression we have is new kid on the block. One more time after me, new kid on the block. Excellent. Now this expression just means someone who is new to a place or organization, the newbie, the brand new face, the person that may be a little bit of an amateur doesn't really know how things work. We say, ah, the new kid on the block, the new person. All right. So let me tell you about a time when I was the new kid on the block. So I currently live in Maryland, but I was actually born in Arizona. My family, we lived in Arizona for the first six years of my life. Now, Arizona is on the West part of America. It's like the West coast area. And now I live in Maryland, which is the East coast, opposite sides of America. And my parents, my dad got a different job, so we were moved to Maryland. So when I arrived in Maryland, you know, you're a kid, you have to go to a new school. So my sister and I, we were placed in new schools. And I remember one of the new schools that I went to, because I had to go to two different schools, um, went to one, it was okay, and then my mom and my dad decided to move me to a different school. So the school that I finally eventually stayed at GE Peters amazing school in the Maryland DC area. I got there. I was in the fourth grade, but again, I was the new kid on the block. No one knew me, but I could draw really well. And I just loved drawing. So we were in class. It was about the first day of class. And you know, everyone, of course is looking at me because I'm the new kid on the block, but I mean, I smiled hello and they were very nice. I started drawing and they were fascinated. So all the kids came up to me, they're like, Hey, you can draw. And I was like, yes, I would draw cartoons and they would really like them. And they would say, Hey, you know, the new kid, she really draws really well. So even though I was the new kid on the block, because I had this talent of drawing, I got popular very quickly. So sometimes being the new kid on the block can be a little bit challenging, but for me, it was okay because I had something that made me unique. So I wonder if maybe you've ever been the new kid on the block. How did you deal with the situation? What happened to you? I want you to think about that and try to practice answering this one for yourself. How does it feel to be the new kid on the block? All right. So let me give you three sentences that use this expression. All right. So sentence number one, when I moved to New York at seven years old, I was the new kid on the block. Sentence number two, Peter was the new kid on the block. He had only been with the company for six months. And sentence number three, realizing I was the new kid on the block at work. I was determined to prove myself. All right, good. So once again, after me, new kid on the block. Excellent. Very good. All right. Now let's go to our next expression. The next English expression is wet behind the ears. One more time after me, wet behind the ears. All right. Now you're probably wondering teacher, what does this mean? Why are someone's ears wet? All right. So. Here we go. This just means to be found inexperienced or having little to no experience. That's all it means. You really don't have experience doing something, you really aren't good at it, or you're just inexperienced in general. We say, ah, you're a little wet behind the ears. All right. So let me tell you this story about my niece who was wet behind the ears. So my niece loves food. She likes to cook and she also likes baking specifically. Now my niece is 11 years old, but she enjoys watching cooking programs. And she's done that for like the past three years of her life. So three years ago, you know, she was into cooking shows and baking shows. And she wanted to learn how. So of course my sister and brother-in-law kind of helped her learn little things. You know, she was about eight years old, so she couldn't do too much in the kitchen, but as she got older, I think when she was around 10 years old, actually last year, they decided to let her, you know, go forward a little bit more and take on more responsibilities and try to do things, um, like they're actually done in the kitchen without any help. So she started baking and she started baking cupcakes now. The first time she made cupcakes because she was a little bit wet behind the ears, they didn't come out too good. They were a little too wet. They weren't really cooked all the way, but it was only because she was a little bit wet behind the ears, but she continued practicing. And just like we had in our motivational quote for today, she didn't give up and she eventually succeeded. Now her cupcakes, woo people pay for them. She's only 11 years old but she makes the best vegan cupcakes and people pay for her to make the cupcakes. So no longer is she wet behind the ears. Now she's a seasoned pro when it comes to making cupcakes and baked goods. Makes sense, right? Maybe you've also experienced that going from being wet behind the ears to becoming a pro in something. All right. So now let's listen to three example sentences. I'll give you three example sentences using this expression. Here we go. Sentence number one, still a teenager. Tim was still wet behind the ears when it came to dating. Sentence number two. He is a nice young fellow, but a bit wet behind the ears. And sentence number three. Sadal was eight and excited about cooking her first meal, even though she was wet behind the ears. All right. Makes sense, right? So one more time after me, wet behind the ears. Excellent. All right. So now we've had two very good vocabulary words, and we've also had two English expressions. So what time is it? Oh, I think you know. Ha, it's story time, come on. It's story time, come on. It's story time, move your shoulders from left to right. You know what time it is. It's story time, come on. Here we go. Hey, it's story time. Come on. It's story time. Come on. It's story time. (laughs) Yes, it is story time. Now, you know what happens during story time. I use the words and expressions that you learned today in this episode, and I create a story right on the spot. So today we had minor, kid, new kid on the block, and wet behind The ears. So let's jump right in to today's story. So I want to tell you about Michael. Michael was such a cute kid. Michael was one of those kids that when kids were in the same room, they would all be drawn to Michael. He was just that kind of kid. He was so fun to be around. So they were all sitting in this room. It was summer camp, and it was Michael and all of his friends sitting in this room, and they were waiting for their camp counselor to come in. Now, Michael was a kid, and his friends were kids. But when they saw their camp counselor walk in, they realized that he looked a little bit young. He looked like he was a minor. So they all looked at him with a little bit of confusion on their faces. And when the counselor, his name was Brian, when he saw their facial expressions, he just laughed. He said, you guys think I'm too young to be here, don't you? And Michael and his friends just kind of shook their heads slowly. And Brian said, well, guys, I may look like a minor, but I'm a lot older than you think. And they all said, oh, okay. So they got a good laugh out of that. And Brian started telling Michael and his friends all about what they were going to do during summer camp. They were all excited because every summer they came together. Michael and his friends had been coming to the summer camp for the last five years. And Brian, even though it was their first time seeing Brian in the class with them, they had seen him around sometimes in the past. So as Brian was explaining to them everything they were going to do during summer camp this year, there was a knock at the door. And so Brian said, hold on, kids, I'm going to get the door real quick. And there was another knock. He said, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. So Brian went, opened the door, and there was another little kid at the door. But Michael and his friends didn't know this kid. And Brian said, hello, what's your name? And the little boy said, hi, my name is Sam. He said, hi, Sam. Is it your first time here? He said, yes. O'Brien said, welcome. You're going to love it. So he had Sam come in and he sat Sam down and Michael and his friends were looking at Sam because again, he was the new kid on the block. Michael and his friends had never seen him before. However, remember I told you Michael was a good kid. Michael liked to make everyone feel special. So Brian actually said, Michael, would you do me a favor and help Sam learn all about our summer camp facilities, take him around, be his friend. And Michael said, of course, I'll do that for you. So Michael started taking Sam around over the next few days and introducing him to his friends. And Sam was really having a great time. But then the day came for them to go kayaking. Now, Michael and his friends, they love to kayak in the river. So they all were putting their life jackets on and getting ready to get in their kayaks. But then Michael turned and realized that Sam wasn't near him. And he wondered, hey, where's Sam? And then he turned around and saw Sam standing way behind them. He said, Sam, come on, man. Sam said, I've I've never been kayaking before. I'm a little scared. And Michael said, ah, you're a little wet behind the ears when it comes to kayaking. He said, ah, man, don't worry. I'm a pro. He said, Sam, come in my kayak and I'll help you. You don't have to be scared at all. So Sam got a big smile on his face, ran to where Michael was, and then he started putting on his life jacket. Then he paused and he said, Michael, Michael said, yeah, what's up, man? He said, I just want to thank you for being my friend and making this the best summer I've ever had. Michael just smiled and said, hey, that's what friends are for. All right. So you heard all the words and expressions, right? You heard minor kid, new kid on the block and "wet behind the ears, right? Great. Now I really hope you get an opportunity to do the exact same thing. Use the words and expressions to make your own story. Now don't forget to get today's English resource, my master English tips package. Trust me, this is going to help you truly take your English to the next level. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.